Storm Time with the Weird Buzz, a weekly podcast about the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. I'm Charlotte. I'm Daniel. How are you doing, Daniel? I am great. We just had a great Memorial Day, and we had a great cookout. Brooklyn cooked us a steak. That was delicious. She cooked us some ribeyes. That was one of the top three steaks I've ever had. Yeah. But I don't think people are interested in that. They are probably interested in the cool announcement that we have had with some of our friends this morning. We have an announcement. We did. I haven't heard it yet. Really? Well, would you like me to tell you about it? Yes, please. So we are working with Rue Fitness and Camp Red Rue and Planet Rue and some other friends to host a virtual Rue over the month of June. Yeah, don't pretend like you haven't heard about this, because I've been telling you about it for the past two or three days. You mentioned it. I have mentioned it. Kind of cash. Okay, well, good. I can explain it to you and explain it to everybody else. So, what do you know about it? That it's virtual? It is virtual. It is not right for us to have a June and for there not to be some type of Bonnaroo, whether it be in person at the farm or virtual, so we can all gather together online in this way, right? Right. So we wanted to put together some of the community-focused events that normally would be held at the farm in Manchester and do them online where we can all participate. Because, by God, there is going to be a Bonnaroo in June, even if it has to be a scaled-down virtual one. So you want to hear the schedule of events? Yes, I do. So Saturday, June the 6th, we are doing the virtual Rue Run 5K. This is an event that they've been doing for how many years now? I've lost track. I don't know, because each year it's like the such-and-such first annual the sixth first annual? Yeah. It's kind of confusing. I, I mean, it's a cute thing to call it, but I've lost track of it now. I have done that twice, uh, the 5K that they do on I the farm. I think 2013 might have been the first year. I think it was. Yeah, I so. did it that year, and I did pretty well. I did it a few years afterwards, and I was like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> it's fun because everybody cheers you on, and some people wear crazy costumes yeah. and squirt water guns and stuff. There's always like two or three Forrest Gumps. Yeah, a lot of people wear costumes like while they're running. A Gumby. Yeah, I saw Captain Picard running it one Ooh. time. Yeah, that, but like, oh, that had to be hot. Yeah, Gumby won uh, tickets to the next year, the year that he ran. Uh-huh. I made friends with him. I still don't know who that was inside the Gumby costume. He had to be dying in there. For some reason, in my mind, I thought you meant tickets to like the next year of life. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> Back to our point, though. We are doing this virtually. So Saturday, June the 6th, I think first thing in the morning. Lindsay from Rue Fitness, who we've talked to on the podcast before, a good friend of ours who's just up the road on the other side of the state line, he is helping us host that. So I think that morning we are asking that people go run, go do your 5K, and then share your time online with the hashtag virtual rerun. Now, you remember from Lindsay, he told us that they have a Facebook group yeah. for Rue Fitness. I think that they're going to be sharing their times for the run in there, and we'll also be sharing it on Twitter. So once everybody goes run that morning, maybe you wear your Bonnaroo shirt or some kind of weird costume and take a picture that you share with that hashtag too. We'll compare the times and the pace and all that, and then we'll have a Zoom hangout right after that. Also, costumes are encouraged. I would, I would assume. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Like, they've given out Rue Run 5K shirts in the yeah. past. I've got one of those. Costumes are super encouraged for Yeah, this. so if you want to go in your neighborhood and run in a costume... That'd be super, super awesome. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, you should totally should give do out that. an award for the best costume. Maybe we could, yeah. Yeah, I'll, like, mail you something cool. You will? Are yeah. you committing to that now? I'm going to commit to it. Charlotte will mail something cool to the winner of the best costume. Are you judging the, the best, best costume? costume? Yeah, I'm going to judge the best costume. I think you should contact our friend Rebecca, who is Mrs. Bonnaroo, because she does lots of cool costumes. Yeah. 
you two should be the I'll let charities. her pick it out, yeah. I just volunteered her for, th- for that. I'm sure she's okay with that. <laughs> she, told. she loves that kind of thing anyways. Next up, Wednesday, June the 10th, the Red Roo Beer Exchange, one of the most popular fan-focused, fan-created events in the campground. I have been working with Carrie, the Red Roo Beer Czar. How do you say that? Czar? You Czar? said it right. You I did? said it right, yeah. Well, anyway, that's going to be on Wednesday, June the 10th. Uh, we want everybody to support your local brewery. Go get your favorite beer from your local brewery. Get a six-pack or whatever. Bring that. And on Wednesday the 10th, I think that evening, we will all hang out, have a beer, and we'll tell everybody about each other's local breweries. Usually that's in person at their campground. That'll happen the next time we're at the farm, but we're going to do it this way. Um, that one was really important to me because that's my favorite uh, fan-created event. Yeah. And it's gotten huge in the past Oh, it's years. gigantic. It's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. How big was it last year when we went? Do you remember? There was a huge line. I don't know because I go early, but the line just keeps going and going and going and it just never stops. Yeah. Pro tip, when you go to that, once we do get back to the farm, go right when they start about 10 a.m. because the line to get in gets crazy. Um, Carrie and Kevin and Mitchell and everybody from Kent Red Rue, they have done a tremendous job the past few years to really make that like a top tier event. It really is. Like an event that really should be on the official Bonnaroo schedule. I don't know why it's not because they have DJs, they have giveaways, they have breweries that they've worked with doing some fun stuff. Pontoon Brewery out of uh, Atlanta that we've talked to in the past. They've worked with them. They did the custom Red Roo beer last that year. That was so, such a good beer. That was one of the best beers I ever had. And they had that exclusive to Camp Red Roo last year. I think they sold it in the Pontoon Brewery locations afterwards, but that was kind of like the launch of it yeah. or whatever, right? Again, that will be on Wednesday, June 10th, the Red Roo Beer Exchange. We hope you can join us for that. Next up, the next week on Wednesday, June the 17th, we are doing an online art show with our friend Joe. This is something that I have realized in the past year is huge amongst the Rue community. We have a lot of painters, graphic designers, all kind of artists. In some of our Wednesday night hangouts that we've been doing, we've had Joe and some other people showing off their paintings. That's kind of where the idea of this came from. Shouldn't we have a place where everybody can do like kind of like a you know middle school show and tell, right? Mm-hmm. Show what you've been working on. Maybe show some of your supplies. Show what you're thinking about doing next. I'm going to let Joe run with this because she is amazing. She did a really cool painting of Lana Del Rey that she showed us at one of our hangouts. So again, that will be on Wednesday, June the 17th. Can you show off some of your art for yes. that? Mm-hmm. What's been some of your favorite art that you've seen inside Planet Rue the past couple of years? There's a lot of uh, artists that are selling their stuff in there. Oh my gosh, there's everything. There's just so much stuff. I can't. Even, I don't even know where to start. One of my favorites ever was like probably the first year that we went. There was a cat that was a spaceman. You took a picture of that, and it's still... Oh, that's still, there every year, yeah. yeah it is? <laughs> we need to find I out who that is. they would bring back the bobbleheads in there. Those, that's just... Ooh, what if somebody did a painting of the bobbleheads? That'd be so cool. We'll show off some of our paintings, too. Brooklyn has done some cool Bonnaroo paintings that we have around the house. Have you done one? I feel like you've done one somewhere. No. We can show your paintings of Ricky the Cat. Yeah. We both did a painting of Ricky the Cat, the cat that our totem is based on. So again, that's Wednesday, June the 17th, that evening. We'll announce all the times for these later. That'll be the art show. Uh, last up, we are working with some of the folks that do some of the stuff with Planet Rue itself. The area in the middle of Santa Rue where a lot of the vendors and artists and what, what else is in there? What all kind of cool stuff have you seen There's in there? There's all kinds the of nonprofits in there and yeah. uh, different eco-friendly organizations. And they do a lot of cool stuff to teach class sometimes. Yes. 
So the, for yeah. yeah, for example, our friend Brandon, who has been on one episode, who goes with us, you know, Bonner every now and then. He went last year to learn about how to ferment beer. I think it was. It was yeah, something weird. He went weird. to a fermentation class. He was like all about that. He was yeah. like, I got to go learn how to do this. I'm going to do this at home. He learned bit. how to make kimchi. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I don't really like drinking that stuff. It upsets my stomach, but I get it. You don't drink kimchi. You don't? Wait. Kimchi is like uh, Korean sauerkraut. Oh, what am I thinking about that's like the You're weird drink? The, yeah, it starts with a K. Kombucha? Yeah, that's Kombucha. what I'm thinking about. Okay, this is why I need to learn from them because I don't know. This <laughs> but anyway, we are having some of them teach some online classes. That will be on Wednesday, June the 24th. And I actually learned something pretty cool about that. So they are actually still going to the farm right now. They're going there to take care of, like, I think there's a garden there. And you know that, like, big hut area that used to be the post office and now they use for, like, some of the classes and such? Yeah. Um, they're still going there to take care of things right now. Oh, that's cool. And our friend Robert, who is with them, with the garden crew, is going on site, and he's going to do some videos for us from the farm. Oh, that's in awesome. The in the coming weeks, where he's going to give some informational lessons on the kind of stuff that they do. Cool. So the type of classes that would normally be held at Planet Rue will be having as part of this virtual route. I'm really excited about that, because clearly, I still have some to learn, I suppose. We have some other events that are still in the works, but those are the four that are happening as of right now. So again, we have the virtual rerun on Saturday, June the 6th, the Red Rue Beer Exchange, the online version, on Wednesday, June the 10th, the online Rue Art Show on Wednesday, June 17th, and the Planet Rue Workshops on Wednesday, June 24th. We probably have a few more things in the works, but we're working to firm those things up, and we'll announce those as they come along. Again, the reason for this is there could not be a June without a Bonnaroo, and we are not going to let that happen, Oh, right? no. Absolutely not. Yeah. So how are you feeling, Charles? I'm excited. You're excited? I'm yeah. Pumped. Yeah, me too. So we wanted this, and this is community-focused. We talked about this a few weeks ago, and it's an idea that we've been batting around for a while now. Originally, we thought, like, oh, let's see if we can talk some bands into playing shows, but that's happening, like, all the time. Any given night, you can tune in to one of your favorite artists on Instagram or their Facebook Live or whatever. That's happening all the time. And honestly, we have talked a little bit before, and I know Brad has talked about it on the What Podcast, that it's getting kind of a little old. Uh, like, somebody needs to figure out a new way of doing it real, <laughs> real quick. I enjoy it. I, I, I love seeing Catch Secor and some of the other bands that we know doing live things. But yeah, let's find a new way to do it. The reason we're doing this is we want it to be community-focused. You can have music any place, but you can't have the community that Bonnaroo has in any place. That's what this is about, and that's why we want to get everyone together for this, right? Exactly. Tell me some of your favorite community moments that you've had the past couple of years. Oh, well, obviously, I'd say the bus party, but I got yeah. a... We've talked about that yeah, so many times. Yeah, we've talked about that like a billion times. Yeah. So, I got a funny story if you want me to tell you. Sure. This is a storytelling podcast, after all, supposedly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, back in, like, when was it? Like, 16, 17? I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, yeah. and I want to say it was 2015. Oh, you already know? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyways, it was, like, the season finale of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, like, there was a rumor online that, like, somebody in a in group, like, was going to, like, uh, bootleg it somehow was going to get a download of it yeah. on like a thumb drive or something. Yeah. They were <laughs> like, going to somebody's house yeah. and were going to download it and then bring it back to the farm. On like a thumb drive. Yeah. And then they were going to bring it back to the farm and like play it in group. 
And uh, like this, like, I don't know, it got posted like on Info Road and then it got posted on Reddit and then it just like kind of spread out on the internet. People anyway, planned it. It's like, oh, go to group uh, yeah, after whoever was playing that after night. so-and-so plays and blah, Go blah, see blah. the last Game of Thrones episode. Yeah. Because yeah. it was the season finale. Anyway, so like, uh, Daniel goes over there and like, <laughs> about 20, 30 people showed up. Yeah. And everybody was like. Oh, you here for Game of Thrones? Oh, you here for Game of Thrones? Oh, you here for Game of Thrones? And yeah. like nobody could find it. Everybody was like, "Have you found it?" Like, because everybody it? was looking for whoever was screening it. it. Yeah, you found it. So I leave because I'm like, "This is not happening." So I leave, and then like I go back like <laughs> like 15 minutes later, and then they have formed formed this group of like 50 people looking for Game of Thrones. We but, had a game plan for this, but for whatever reason, Daniel over here has already. Uh, named himself the leader. No, I did not. No, no, let me finish. No, I did not. Daniel has already, like, named himself the leader of this Game of Thrones group. And and he's like, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. It's not like this. (laughs) This team is going to break off and go this way. Okay, I need you guys to go this way. I need you guys to stay here in case someone comes back. (laughs) You're making it sound terrible. And then everybody was going around going, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones? No. Throne of Games. I'm get, well. That was pretty fun. I'm going to clarify this. There was about three or four of us that like got in a group and was like, "Hey, we can uh, cover more area and find this if we split up in groups." So we like formed off groups to go through group camping that Sunday night to well, try to for find. For whatever it. reason, you you were the leader of this 50 person Game of Thrones. I think you're just imagining things. But no, this really happened. I promise. Well, we really never happened. could find. We well, found some guy that kind of knew about it and was like, and "Oh, he was that like, felt oh, the guy didn't get the yeah." The, the, the coffee or whatever. So we ended up having a party in group anyways where we were like making Game of Thrones jokes and we Didn't had some like drinks. Somebody tried to like download it on their phone or something. I don't know. Yeah, some guy thought he could torrent it on his phone and he From had some farm. kind of projector. <laughs> but of course you never get that good of a signal on the farm, even Sunday night while everybody was on the way out. So that didn't work. So we just kind of had an impromptu yeah, party. Yeah, so there ended up being like an impromptu like little Game of Thrones, you know. <laughs> That is the best example of. Oh no! Didn't me and you end up walking around and we found a trampoline or something? That was the same night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we decided to, and I'm going to give this piece of advice to anyone: stay Sunday night. Oh my gosh, stay Sunday night because that's when some of the weirdest, you know, and best impromptu stuff happens. It's kind of like Wednesday night, yeah. In a way, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are really tired and kind of ready to go home at that point, but also a lot of people that are just like, screw it, I'll drive out in the morning are having fun because it's the last night on the farm. So, yeah, that night after uh, we hung out with the people that didn't see Game of Thrones that night, we went walking around the campground, and, you know, we were just kind of, like, going whichever way, trying to purposely get lost and see what we can get into. We came up on a party, yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't know if anybody... Yeah, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but there used to be, and I've seen it for a few years, and I don't think they go anymore. It used to be these two girls, and they were from, like, New York, and it was called, like, Camp something, and they were in general, like, where the tents are. And uh, they would always get the same spot every year, and they made, like, uh, they put up, like, a little white picket fence, yeah. and they had a door, like an actual door. pink flamingos in their little yard. Yeah, and they yeah. would put up pink flamingos and stuff. And I cannot remember that it was, like, Camp something. And they would always be on the end of the row and have the same spot every year. And we came up on them, and they were having, like, a huge, like, party. This was the best slap-the-bag party ever. <laughs> there was, like, two or three guys, like, walking around with, like, the bags, holding it up. Well, and I'm like, I don't know get, what's in this. Everybody's trying to get rid of stuff by that yeah. point. So. <laughs> that was a good one. That, was that before or after the trampoline? 
I don't remember. I think we found the trampoline after. We were like, it was like two in the morning. We're like, oh, we should really go to bed because we had to drive home in the morning. And we go, still walking around the campgrounds, and somebody had a full, full size trampoline, trampoline yeah. in their campground. They were just chilling and, and bouncing. And Charla's, you know, had been drinking from the wine bags, so she comes up running up the road, Tramopoline, Tramopoline! <laughs> and like, had to jump on. They're like, come on, yeah, yeah. And I asked that guy, I'm like, how in the world did you get this in here? Like, there's no way you should have been allowed to have this. And he told us, but we're not going to tell you on this podcast because it would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I can say. I don't think it's even like people can figure that out. Like, they had multiple. Piece by piece. Yeah, they had multiple people in their camp. They had a lot of cars lined up next to each other. And each of them had a different piece of the trampoline. And, you know, somebody had the big, you know, net looking thing. Somebody had the springs. Somebody had the poles. Security isn't going to know what that is. It's I just had a hundred like, cars and each yeah. person brought in one spring. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but if you see that stuff on its own, you're just like, oh, well, that's part of a tent or some kind of, you know, camping construction. Not a whole... This guy's out of spring. What is yeah. this for? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not easy putting together a trampoline. I bought one for you for Christmas a few years ago, and I surprised you by having it set up when you got home from work. And it took me, like, by myself, a good, like, three to four hours to put that together. Oh, yeah. So even for a team of people, that's not easy. I can't imagine doing that. No, they're the, hard to, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine doing that in the heat of the farm where there's no trees and there's usually, you know, not that many clouds? That had to suck. Yeah. So, so anyways, that's my favorite community story. That went into a very fun rabbit yeah. but yeah. <laughs> that is what we want to uh, do online, right? So we'll have these four events that we mentioned and maybe some more. I got some other stuff up our sleeve, maybe. We'll see. That will be happening all throughout June. We thought about doing it all the one weekend that Bonnaroo should have been, but that's probably a little much. People got plans. It's summertime now. Even though we're having to uh, wear masks and stay at home most of the time, you know, there's stuff going on. We understand. So once a week, at least, throughout June, we'll be working with our good friends in the camps to do all of these fan-driven activities. So we hope you will join in for that. It's going to be fun. All right, Charles. So super briefly, let's talk about how we're feeling for September. I'm feeling slightly optimistic right now, I think is a good way of putting it. I'm feeling like 70%. <laughs> good or bad? Good. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think there are a huge amount of safety precautions I would take if Absolutely, it were to happen. Absolutely, yeah. But I think I would probably still go. There's still a long ways to go, so there's a lot to think about and a lot that could develop. But as of right now, I'm feeling a little optimistic. I obviously would not go up in there all willy-nilly. <laughs> Is willy-nilly a technical term? <laughs> is that a peer-reviewed scientific term? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. Willy-nilly. Oh, you know. I'll see I if I can... I would just go up in there, you know, naked as a jaybird. Like normal. Yeah, like normal. <laughs> like, like a lot of people normally do. Uh, you know, I would wear my mask and, you know, I would get the good kind of wipes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Not them dollar store wipes. This stuff has been talked about over and over and I over. I feel like we yeah. beat it to death at this point. I, I just want to have a... De- uh, every time we record a podcast, I want to have a quick check-in, see how you're feeling. I'm feeling okay about it. I would go if they did it. I would be super, super, super careful and quarantine myself afterwards, but I think I'd go. I probably would. Yeah, okay. That's all we'll talk about this week for that. Okay, well... Th- there's a lot more to be developed on that, and if, we'll get to that when it happens. If you really want to hear someone a professional talk about it go to the what podcast yeah they have talked to a number of professionals uh the past month or two they talked to the guy that runs exit in out of nashville they talked to a music lawyer out of chicago 
both of those were really great episodes where they had some really good information that gave me a, a lot of food for thought. You know, it isn't just Bonnaroo. It's the whole live music industry. The uh, whole it, world. It's... Well, it, it is. You know, we focus on festivals and stuff yeah. with this podcast, and I'm I'm a little anxiety ridden about what this all means for live music moving forward. It sucks that a lot of venues in Nashville, you know, a place just down the road for many of us, are on hard times, and I really feel it for them. It, it sucks for a lot of the up and coming bands that can't get out there and play. You know, to live people in front of them, it's going to be a while before that can happen, and. I don't know about you, and I don't know about anybody that's listening to this, but I am going to blow a lot of stupid money on live music once it becomes a thing again. Yeah, I wanna absolutely. Su- yeah, I mean, I'm, I want to support the local bands, and I want to get out there and see my favorite bands. Like, I don't know when or where Tame Paul is going to be, but I'll be there also. It's going to be fun. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you know me. You had something that you wanted to talk about next week. Why don't you give everybody a little preview? So next week, we're going to do a different type of podcast. So I'm going to be telling you about the dancing plague of 1518. That sounds like it hits a little close to home right now. Or as we call it, ye old Bonnaroo. Give us a little preview. What's it about? So it was in the Holy Holy Roman Empire. And basically... A TLDR of it is a lady went out and started uh, dancing, doing a jig. And some other folks saw her and they were like, (laughs) oh, this looks cool. Let me go out and start jigging. But was this a side effect of some type of virus or pandemic? Uh, Let's find out next week. Let's find out next week. Ooh, okay. You could actually Wikipedia this if you wanted to. No, it's cooler than that. (laughs) Yeah, Charlotte's story is going to be good. The city, you know, brought in a stage, musicians, all that. So. Yield Bonnaroo. Yield Bonnaroo next week. We'll find out about that next week. And we will get back to interviews. We have been taking a couple of weeks off because we have been planning this virtual route. And I've just been crazy busy with work. And a lot of other things are going on. But we're going to get back into the swing of things and talk with some fun community people. I've been crazy busy being unemployed. So. Oh, yeah. You want to tell everybody <laughs> about that real quick? I've been crazy busy being unemployed. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to Charlotte too, like it has with many people. But you know what? That's just the lay of the land right now. Yep. I'm not worried about it because things are going to get back to normal. And uh, you've been doing cool. your side hustle in the meantime. Yeah. Uh, you've been staying busy with that. Give a quick plug for that. Oh, I did. Didn't I do that last week? Yeah. A little bit of vintage. Oh, Where a little can you bit of vintage. It? Yeah. That's my side hustle, my clothing business. Yeah. So check that out. Check out Charlotte's Twitter. She talks about that yeah. and such. I think that covers it for this week. Main thing we wanted you to know about is our virtual route. So the poster will be out by the time you are seeing this. Uh, we'll be doing a little push for it tomorrow. Our buddy with the festival is going to put a thing out so people know about it. We want everybody to be there. If you are part of the Rue community, we want you to join in. We want to hang out with you. We want you to do all this fun stuff that we've got planned with all of the you know mainstays of the Rue community. I you know we've talked about this pretty much the whole time that we've had this podcast, but. Now more than ever, you've got to get out there and radiate positivity. We'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you throughout June. Bye.